Aloha, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Pod Squad. Chad Blair with Honolulu Civil Beat. And today we're talking about crime, specifically how to stop crime. And with me is a guest, Sergeant Chris Kim. He's with Crime Stoppers. It's a nonprofit. It is not a branch of the Honolulu Police Department, although there is a connection, which Sergeant Kim will explain. Hello, Sergeant. Welcome to the Pod Squad. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Can I call you Chris? Is that all right? Yes, totally fine. Okay. First of all, I just have to kind of laugh because when I got the material from a mutual friend about your organization, what you were doing, they indicated that you are on loan from HBT to Crime Stoppers. And a lot of people get confused. They think Crime Stoppers is actually part of HPD, but it isn't really. Is that right? Yes, we are not. We're actually a separate nonprofit organization. I am a sworn police officer, but I am on loan to run the program. How long are you going to do that for? Um, I haven't decided yet, but I'm actually committed to see it probably the rest of my career, finish right. it off at Crime Stoppers. Good. I want to learn more about it. But you do have a background at HPD for how many years with the force? Uh, 21 years with HPD. Okay, terrific. Yes. So uh, I, if I got the information correct about the history, Crime Stoppers has been around since 1981. I was really surprised it had that long of a history. And we're talking specifically Crime Stoppers Honolulu. Yes. And the, the whole goal is to get anonymous tips so that law enforcement and school administrators can uh, stop something or deal with something that has happened in their, their midst. Tell us more about that. So as far as the Crime Stoppers program, it was started in 1981, and it was basically, I consider it a resource, a tool. We are the connection between the Honolulu Police Department and the community. Uh, we utilize media, social media platforms, but it basically allows community members to get involved in taking a proactive approach in keeping the community safe and fighting crime. Uh, submitting tips to us anonymously without fear of retaliation or retribution. Uh, tell me more about that. Let's say that somebody who's listening knows of something or may see a crime and wants to call. You're saying that they will be protected. Not only will their name not be used, but they won't be recording their voice or anything like that? Correct. So the way we operate is we just want to know what you know. If we're looking for someone, give us that information. We never ask you for any personal information our call takers are trained. Um, once we receive the tips, all tips are then sanitized, meaning we go through the whole tip to make sure that we protect the tipster. Nothing is ever recorded. We don't have caller ID. We don't track IP addresses, nothing like that. Because it seems to me that would be, you know, particularly for people that watch too much TV and movies like I do, there'd be a fear of retaliation. Somebody may want to, may want to do something good. They've seen something wrong happen. They want to report it, but they're afraid that somehow it's going to backfire. Then they're going to get in trouble. Yeah, so... For the most part, that's the reason why people don't like to report things because they don't want um, information to get out there that they were the the leak or the tattletale or the rat, uh, for lack of better words. Right. But this basically gives them that opportunity, the resource for them to submit things to us without anyone finding out. We ourselves who run the program don't even know who the tipsters are. And as I understand it, there's actually a possible cash reward. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so we do offer up to $1,000 uh, cash reward if your tips lead to an arrest. So the same thing, let's say, you know, your anonymity is protected. How do you get the cash? <laughs> so we have a system set in place. So once you issue your tip to us, we then give you a tip number. That tip number is specifically assigned to you in that tip. We then ask you to follow up with us in three days. We forward your tip to the proper investigative division, whether it be HBD, the Hawaiian Humane Society, or for Student Crime Stoppers program, we forward it to the school administration. Okay. Once you follow back up with us in three days, if your tip leads to an arrest or a case being solved, we then ask you to call us back on the first Thursday of the month. And that's when our board of directors meet for the reward recommend um, approvals. Because it, it's scaled, right? It's not always $1,000. Exactly. But it starts at, what, 250 or something? We have a computer matrix. So, so depending on the type of crime that you're reporting, how many cases get closed out, how many arrests it leads to, 
we input the information into the computer, it then gives us a number. And that is then presented to our board of directors for their approval. Once the reward recommendation is approved, we then tell the tipster to pick a first Hawaiian bank of their choice. Oh, okay. And at that point, we then work it out with the bank. The tipster walks into the bank that they chose. All they do is they provide their tip number. No IDs, nothing. The teller will hand you an envelope full of cash and you walk out. Okay. Tell me typically what kind of tips does Crime Stoppers Honolulu get? Can you? Is there something that predominates? Is it mostly people trying to steal things, somebody seeing an assault, a traffic incident? What kind of things are common? We actually see it all. I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you. See it all. Yeah, I mean, because we have three facets of Crime Stoppers. We have the Crime Stoppers program. We have the Animal Crime Stoppers program, which is started in 2001 in um, partnership with the Hawaiian Humane Society. And in 1997, we started the Student Crime Stoppers program in partnership with the Department of Education. So so crime in general, uh, the crime associated with animals, I'm assuming things like yes. cruelty to animals yes. and puppy mills and whatever the case may be. And then the third component is the education. Correct. The something, that, something that you see happening on a campus? Yes, or even the neighboring communities. Oh, Okay. Um, so then give me an example of a, a recent uh, tip that you guys got that you followed up on and it turned out to be legitimate. So we presented at a school. Um, we are very heavily involved in reaching out to the students, going out to all the various schools, whether it be public or private. Uh, we educate them about current trends going on, such as Internet safety, uh, social media safety. Oh. We also talk a lot about bullying. So we presented at a particular school and a couple of days later, we started immediately receiving tips about the tipster was reporting that a child at the school was being sexually assaulted by oh, three geez. boys. Wow. Uh, we took in the tip. We forwarded it to our sex crimes detail. They investigated the case, and they found that it was bona fide. Three juveniles were subsequently arrested for sex assault in the third degree. Well, that's a big deal. Yes. Do most tips check out? Is there a, do you have a metric that you determine and measure how successful those tips turn out? So basically, we investigate all tips. I see. We investigate all tips. Um, it can be something as just like vaping or contrabands being brought into the schools. It can be someone complaining about a dog being tied up to a tree with no food or water. Oh, geez. Uh, we have criminal cases, drug activity, prostitution. Uh, we've received tips about murder investigations. Um, we had a murder that happened in Chinatown. Uh, we started getting information that this person had fled to the mainland. We then started working with the Crime Stoppers program in Sacramento, uh, where we disseminated the information out there. And that person was subsequently arrested and was extradited back recently. So if somebody wants to uh, call in a tip, or how do they do that? What, what should they do? Is there a place on the website they can go to? Yeah, so basically we, we have three options. Um, our first option is, a hot, is our hotline, 955-8300. 955-8300. Correct. 24-7? Uh, more or less. No, more or less, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also have our website, www.honolulucrimestoppers.org. Honolulucrimestoppers.org. Correct. Okay. And uh, our third and most popular is our via the P3 Tips app. Oh. It's actually an app on your smartphone or tablet where you're able to submit tips to us anonymously uh, at the convenience of your smartphone or tablet. And that's a lot of people are taking advantage of that way? Correct. So over the last year, we took in over 3,000 tips. 2,700 of that was via the P3 Tips app. Oh, and how do you get the app? Is, is there a... It's, it's free. It's on the, um, the iPhone and the uh, Android platforms. Completely free. You download the app and you submit your tips. Uh, we're seeing that the reason why, well, what I believe the reason why it's so popular is because even with the hotline, 
I think some people are still maybe a little leery about leaving their voice. Exactly, <laughs> whether you know they'd be able to tell if it's a male or female. Uh, Whereas yeah. a smartphone, you know, you're, you're completely anonymous. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't help but notice I did go on the website, and among other things, you have a crime of the week section, which uh, every week uh, chronicles uh, a particular incident, and then you also have unsolved crimes, and I was intrigued by this one. I'm just going to read it if that's okay. Because um, this is this is uh, something that if somebody knows about it, they can call in. Seeking the public's assistance in identifying a male wanted for robbery, first degree. This happened Friday, February 8th, about midday. An unknown male entered the Ohana cigarette store, that's on Makaloa Street, uh, carrying a black semi-automatic handgun in his waistband, demanded money, and then apparently fled in a red older model Ford Ranger pickup truck. That is still an active case. It just happened last week as we record this, two weeks ago. And do you find that people will go to the website and look at these things and go, oh, I I remember that. I was walking in that area. And, yeah. and even Crime of the Week, you'll even have mug shots if you can. Yes. Is that helpful in terms of drawing people in and getting tips? Yes. So we're actually very fortunate in the sense where we have various partnerships with different media outlets but also with social media. Ah. So even this this case that you're mentioning, we, we post it on our, our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram. And then from there, it just gets disseminated, and it just kind of blows up. And we actually are very successful in um, solving a lot of these cases. This one's still unsolved, but the, the word is getting out there about this. This one case. is still unsolved, but we have received information. And once we receive the information, we pass it on to the investigators, and it's, it's up to them for them. Uh, to follow up on. Excellent, excellent. I was intrigued though, by this Animal Crime Stoppers, which you started a little while ago. You mentioned the example maybe about a dog being tied up uh, without food and water. Um, have there been a lot of calls regarding animal cruelty in the kind? Yes. Uh, we do receive a lot of tips regarding animal cruelty, such as the dog is always crying or the dog looks malnourished, um, cats being poisoned. This is a wide range of... Uh, calls that we receive, and then we then forward it to the Hawaiian Humane Society for them to follow up on. Okay, got it. Are there neighbor island branches, because you're Crime Stoppers, Honolulu. Correct. Does this exist elsewhere? They do have it on the big island and on Maui. Uh, Kauai is still working on theirs. Uh, we're trying to help them get them up and running. Okay, and this was um, a surprise to me. Not only is it not formally affiliated with HBD, but it's also a nonprofit, which means you got to raise money. Yes. We're a nonprofit too, so I can relate to that. Uh, but I was told that um, you seek donations from the public, and you actually got a fundraiser coming up, which I'm going to go ahead and let you shamefully plug. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> yes, so we're actually having our annual Crime Stoppers fundraiser dinner. It is being held on Friday, April 5th, 2019 at 5.30 p.m., It'll be held at the Honolulu Country Club. The focus of this year's program will be on to highlight our Student Crime Stoppers program. The theme will be support our student superheroes because they're all superheroes. These kids, we want them to get involved and step up and do the right thing. You know, So we want to help to promote that and encourage them. Got it. Uh, former HPD Chief Lee Donahue is now your president, board of directors at Crime Stoppers. Honolulu, uh, just by coincidence, former police chief, but I think he's in the security business, if I remember correctly. Yes, he is. So he act he's actually with Securitas. Ah, okay. Uh, interesting stories. When I joined HBD in 1998, he was my police chief <laughs> at my swearing-in ceremony. Now, fast forward uh, 21 years later, he's now the president of Crime Stoppers. So I almost feel like, you know, it kind of came full circle, <laughs> where at the beginning of my career, he was my chief, and now at the tail end of my career, um, basically, I work for him again. Got it. What am I missing? What have you not been able to talk about when it comes to Crime Stoppers? Any other point you want to get across? Just 
the, the various media outlets, you know, we're very fortunate that they, they support us. Um, we have weekly features in midweek. We have weekly features uh, with KHUN2, Most mm-hmm. Wanted. Hawaii News Now does our uh, Wanted Wednesdays. And people like you folks who allow us to come and speak about our program and just basically ultimately just get the word out there. You know, cause it's all about education. Um, a lot of people aren't so familiar with Crime Stoppers, how we operate. And I think maybe some people are still somewhat skittish, um, but I believe with education and working with the various media outlets and allowing us to, to put the information out there just to educate the public. And, and the key thing being you're, no one's going to uh, leak your name to the public or to the media. Yes. If you have yes. a crime, if you see something, yes. you can call in, you can use the app, yes. you can use the website, but it's going to be completely anonymous. Uh, your name, your face will never be leaked, and you might even have a little money in it. Well, I want to thank Sergeant uh, Chris Kim from Crime Stoppers Honolulu, and you can visit us at civilbeat.org and follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the Pod Squad for Honolulu Civil Beat. Take care and aloha. I'm Chad Blair. 